Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Hey, Delora, how are you, girl? Hey, Ashley, I'm out here trying to survive. <laughs> As Megan Markle said, it's not enough just to survive. We want to thrive, right? I appreciate this motivation, but... <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get I'm, there. I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring you a little energy through the. And mic. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. She's one of my faves. So no, that's I why I had to. I see yes. you. Thank you. That's why I hit you with the Megan. All right, we have some headlines and some hot topics to get through today. So the first one is an update on one we had previously, girl. Jeopardy. These hosts. So we were talking about our disappointment with the selection of Mike Richards. And guess what? Barely, what, eight days in, he has been removed, stepped down, however you want to say it. Whatever. He's stepped down, right? So Mike Richards, the EP, (laughs) one of the EPs of Jeopardy, was announced as the host and has decided after a scathing report from the ringer, which alleged that he manipulated the process in his own favor, has decided to step down. Girl. He recently apologized for resurfaced comments he made about women's bodies, plus Jewish and Asian people, models on the prices right, filed discrimination lawsuits against him when he was on staff there. And it also came to light, and we talked about this a little bit too over text in a video interview with Alex Trebek back in 2018. There were some candidates that he put out there, and one of them is CNN legal analyst Laura Coates as a potential mm-hmm. replacement host. So a woman of color. Mm-hmm. Girl. It turns out that Mayim Bialik is going to step in for 15 episodes before yet again guest host step in as the search for a permanent replacement continues. I also read as a part of this, Delora, that LeVar Burton was never being seriously considered as a replacement for Jeopardy. So what are your thoughts on this? Are you even, do you even care at this point as to who fits this role? What I will say is this. LeVar Burton would never tarnish Jeopardy the way that Mike Richardson has. First of all, it was so obvious that it was rigged. You do not have a months long campaign with guest hosts, you know, given the audience or what, you know, the right likes to call the woke mob, what they want with, you know, people of color, women, guest hosts and all that, just to pick a guy who didn't even audition from behind the scenes, one of the decision makers and it's like, oh yeah, let me just step up into this iconic position without any experience. Right. Gross. It was gross. And if they had picked LeVar, LeVar would have never embarrassed them in this way. I feel like this move has tarnished Jeopardy's reputation because they are mm-hmm. one of the most prestigious game shows on television, period. And if he really 
wanted to do something he should have left as ep as well so mm, because that's the thing isn't it yeah you may be stepping down as host and i read his statement and all of that but you're still behind the scenes and you're still gonna have a big hand and how the show continues to run and who is going to really be the replacement host but you know what lavar even if this doesn't work out for you baby guess what Ava DuVernay has got your back. She tweeted that she's trying to create a show right now for him to host to make an international hit. He replied, check your DM. So, LeVar, I'm not worried about you, baby. Ava got your back. Ashley, he taught a generation to read. If that is not a viable, viable replacement for the great Alex Trebek, I don't know what is. Yeah, I mean, I think I am checked out at this point in terms of the replacement, especially after this article about LeVar came out. It's like, okay, so it's probably not going to be anybody exciting. Maybe they'll put Maya in as the permanent hoax now, but But I'm I'm over it. As a um, boys club, for sure. The good old boys club. Yeah, I mean, they they call LeVar not the right fit, but Mike Richards was the right fit or the white fit fit delora okay moving on <laughs> our next headline seth curry's parents are getting divorced after 33 years of marriage now delora you sent me this article this week but things have taken a messy turn turns out both of them are now claiming that the other was cheating so essentially steph and seth curry's mom his sister uh, have, is the one who filed for divorce back in June, citing marital misconduct. He apparently filed as well, accusing her of acts of illicit sexual misconduct prior Girl. to their separation and then lying about the alleged incidents. He's saying she's living with another man. She's saying, I'm not living with another man. I'm just He's seeing another man. <laughs> but to make matters worse, apparently she said, listen, he was unfaithful through quite a number of years in their marriage and that it was known to family and close friends. Basically, it was an open mm-hmm. secret. She said she didn't initially expose the details in one final act of trying to protect him and the family from possible public exposure and scrutiny but that him accusing her of being unfaithful left her with no choice delora obviously this is huge news given who steph curry is given his sister's own fame as well what do you think about this 33 33 sorry other brother what do you think about this marriage after 33 years crumbling so publicly okay so when i first heard this news i originally thought Sometimes relationships run their course, right? Like sometimes you could be with somebody for a long time and, you know, amicably break out. I guess I'm assuming that there'll be a level of maturity, <laughs> but with the amount of butt slinging going on between this, this is a lot uglier than I anticipated. So yeah. I will also mention in my initial thoughts, I thought about their children immediately. Like sometimes when couples break up with adult children it hit, it hits their children a, a lot harder than maybe even if they were younger in some ways i feel like yeah, because yeah. everything your foundation has been shaken essentially like you yeah. thought your parents are going to be together forever and they didn't make it <laughs> to yeah. forever and uh so especially, i really thought especially given like the religious 
undertones of that that. family. Absolutely. Actually, because I was thinking about, you know, Steph and Aisha and how they are like the beacon of like first loves and of all ways. and, And so honestly, with all this going on in the media, they apparently don't care that much about the kids either because uh, they're trying to <laughs> give the upper hand in this situation. It's ugly, but you can't be surprised by, you know, people who, as you mentioned, wear the cloak of Christianity because some of the hottest messes happen. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> don't I know? Um, that veil, you know what I mean? So... I remember when you yeah, said this to me, I said, oh, they ready for some strange after three decades, but I wasn't, I wasn't expected to be this right. I wasn't expected not to have started and hurt you, yeah, right? and for it to potentially have been going on for years and years and years, but it, it's just another one of those cases to me too of like, you never know what's really going on behind closed doors. Because they are right. picture perfect. Yeah, you they should never perfect. be like, oh, such and such a relationship goes. We have no idea what really goes on behind the scenes. But it's obviously even the, even the light skins, you know what I mean? Oh, like, I mean, let's, no colorism in the in the uh, adultery community. You know, everybody can get it. I anyway. mean, hopefully Steph and Aisha don't look at this. I don't know what Aisha's parents' situation is. I don't know either. Yeah, I know about her mom, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but hopefully this doesn't, you know, affect them. Because that's a great point about sometimes it gets you harder as an adult because you process it way differently than you would have mm-hmm. something like this happen when you were a kid, right? And we're able mm-hmm. to move past it. Whereas this probably is a big blow to his family dynamic and family unit, his own values and perceptions possibly of marriage. So great point, Laura. All right, moving on. Chloe Bailey, girl, you know, we talk about Chloe and Hallie quite a bit on this podcast. And Miss Chloe Bailey is set to make her... friends of the show. They are. We love them so much. (laughs) Hey, girls. Chloe is set to make her solo debut, Delora, at the 2021 VMA. So... Basically, we had seen on social that Chloe was teasing this upcoming first single she has called Have Mercy, and it is basically going to be that debut song that she chooses to perform at the VMAs in anticipation of her solo album. How do you feel about this, Laura? I know you've said before that you feel like, you know, they cannot go off and do their own solo projects and they'll still be a unit, but... Do you feel like maybe there might be a little bit of a distance that gets drawn between them and their music dynamic because Chloe's about to go off and do her solo thing? No, no, I, I, I'm still not seeing it just because they're still very close and her sister's about to be a whole entire Disney princess. So she is. So she got to do something, you know what I mean? And that is her She got to do something. <laughs> she, can't, she can't sit at home. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what she has to offer as a solo artist. You know, she's a fellow cancer. So much love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want them to break up. I think is my main thing. I don't even I don't know think if it will. Be. But see, the thing is for me is like, I don't even know if it will be a matter of them breaking up because they want to or like 
let's say Chloe is a Beyonce and she just hits and just skyrockets and then there's no longer mm-hmm. that space for them to come out and be a duo the way they have been. I hope that's not the case. Not that I don't want Chloe to have great success, but do you know what I mean? Like sometimes that solo person goes off just to like in sync, right? It's like, okay, now I've just but skyrocketed. He never- he never wanted to go back. And even during his freaking Super Bowl performance, he couldn't even throw them a couple of bones. Well, you know, I think he so, felt like he has so outgrown the era of pop music and what NSYNC represented and, you know, all of that stuff. But, but that is his foundation. It absolutely know is. Him. And, and that honestly, was still my favorite Justin Timberlake. Okay. He couldn't tell me nothing when he was that in that curly insane. hair. Even though that was the cultural fro. appropriation, looking back at it. The you can tell me nothing. No strings attached. Justin Timberlake is still my it's favorite. Gonna be <laughs> <laughs> Do you know I have all those videos on DVD? I'm sorry, I love them Talk so about much. The, choreo- the choreography, okay? Like, no, they had, they were, they were. It was a whole era for anybody who's younger. It was a whole era, and those are some of the be best there. videos back in the early 2000s. Um, the VMAs. Oh, there's one more thing I want to say though, um, and I don't. Hopefully, you're not saying this next, but with Chloe doing a solo performance, I really want Normani to do a solo performance, and she's getting no love from yes. the VMA. Yeah, they mentioned that in the article I read too, which is very unfortunate. Maybe they'll change their minds; otherwise, it'll be a loss for the show for sure. Because Normani, Normani is, is a performer. Hot, hot, hot. I, all I was about to say next was that the VMAs are going to air on September 12th, which is a Sunday. So we'll see how the show mm-hmm. goes and how Miss Chloe does when she steps out on that stage by herself. But I heard they're still going to tour for the ungodly hour and bring the girls back together. So we'll see. Don't break up, guys. I love you guys so much together. Okay. I'm not worried. It's going to be okay. Okay. Keep that faith, Laura. Keep it. All right, and our final headline, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer has dropped. It was originally leaked. I keep saying Far From Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. Far From Home was the last film. Mm Spider-Man No Way Home has dropped. It was originally leaked, but has now officially dropped. And Laura, it has set a new all-time record for the most global views in the first 24 hours. 355.5 million views. That far surpasses the previous record held by the trailer for Avengers Endgame, which picked up 289 million views when it debuted in December 2018. What do you think about this trailer? Are you excited for the next Spider-Man? So out of that number, I watched it about four times. So <laughs> am I excited? I love him. <laughs> when I tell you... I was devastated when Disney originally announced that they were going to do another, you know, Spider-Man. And then yeah. they had the, they had the bro- broker deal with Sony. I mean, um, yeah, Tom Holland himself had to go speak to some people. He was people in tears. He to was torn. Done. Okay. Yes. And so, and you know, I love, I love him. He's so cute. He's so adorable. And I love the fact that him and Zendaya are together. Although I hate her character, by the way. Like, I need, I need more moody. from her. I need, I need more from her. <laughs> um, but I'm here for it because guess what? Part of our recap next week, Ashley, plays such a major role. There's We we go further into the multiverse. So sure I'm do. We saw Doc return in this trailer, which they said was a very, very badly kept secret right we have been hearing about this for a while Mm -hmm. and and the last thing i'm going to say the other reason why i was so excited to see this trailer 
was because they weren't supposed to release a trailer. Like that was a big deal. Uh, I think about a month ago, they were like, oh, we're not going to release any trailers because we want people to go to the movies. That was their, you know, original strategy to get people in theaters. But I'm excited. I highly doubt that I'll still go in the theaters. Sorry, Marvel. Um, because I'm not about to wear a mask in the middle of flu and, and a pandemic. Uh, <laughs> to see, to see my, my little boo, Tom. What about you, Ashley? Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. This drops uh, in December. So we'll see where I'm at with the going in person to a theater vibe by then. But I'm definitely excited. I mean, I'm, I love Marvel. You know, you'd be hard pressed to find me not watching a Marvel film when it releases. Exactly. And this is no exception. And uh, well, Tom actually, Holland. We, kinda, we didn't see Black Widow. <laughs> You're right. An exception to the rule. My apologies. I intended to see it. It just, you know, it's just one of those things. So apologies. Sorry, I didn't mean to be messy. No, it's, it's all good. You got me there because you're right. Black Widow. Ugh, sorry. That that was the first. That was, ooh, that may be the Captain first. Captain America, or I'm sorry, Captain Marvel may be a close second because Brie Larson does nothing for me as as uh, Captain Marvel, mm, I saw both of those in theaters. I saw both of those in theaters, but um, but yeah, Black There's Widow. Two? Like, yeah, yeah. Is there two? There's just one. Then why am I thinking there's two? She she's in Infinity Wars. Why am I thinking there's two though? There's going to be two. There's going to be there a second be. one. Okay. It's all a part of this fourth phase that I'll be talking about. Guys, don't mind my brain today, obviously. But my no point way. is. I am excited. We'll see if I go see this in theaters when it drops December 17th. And to your point, Tom Holland now is my favorite Spidey. So I'm here for it all day. All right. Now let's get to Hulk topics. Our first one is one that I was not expecting whatsoever. Busta Rhymes had a whole rant meltdown. I don't know what you want to call it. Back in June, but this is just going viral this week. He basically went off about uh, mask mandates and this, this, and that. He said, this is my second show in front of a human life in the last 16 effing months. COVID can suck a dick. All these little weird-ass government policies and mandates can suck a... And it's called the God-given right of freedom, right? No human being is supposed to tell you that you can't breathe freely. F your mask. Some of y'all might feel differently, but F your mask. We can't eat food with the effing mask on. We can't even see each other's smiles with the mask on. Delora, he goes on to talk about picking up women and how that wouldn't work with a mask. I was baffled. Again, I wasn't expecting this hot topic to pop up, but once I saw it, I figured, you know, we got to discuss. So give me your thoughts, sis. What do you think about Busta um, falling in line with uh, Governor DeSantis? (laughs) Ashley, I can't even say I'm disappointed because I have zero expectations for Buster Rhyme to talk about <laughs> anything about public policy, health. You know, I just want him to spit his rhymes at the speed of light. You know what I mean? And that's about it. On Twitter, <laughs> Alicia Garza, one of the founding members of Black Lives Matter, she tweeted this meme. You know, the sign guy that likes to put up signs about like random things like <laughs> pull down the, t- the toilet seat or something silly he has this sign that says rappers are not leaders of black people <laughs> and she's like thank Period. you for coming to my ted talk today i just find whatever you want to call it a fit 
a rant, terribly irresponsible. There's too many people who've lost their lives to COVID-19. This is not a game. This is not an opinion. These are facts. I recently lost a family member from COVID-19. You know what I mean? And I'm only saying that because that's how close it hits home. You know what I mean? Yeah. So thickening. But, you know, at the same time, that's that's giving it too much emotion. I have no emotion really towards him other than just being tired. (laughs) I'm tired. What about you, Ashley? Yeah, same page. Again, when I saw it, I was like, well, this was quite unexpected. But I mean, when's the last time I feel like I've heard or talked about Buster Rhymes? I couldn't tell you. So the irrelevance of it definitely is felt on my part as to why you chose to step on this stage and say any of these things. But I'm not trying to really talk about him, but he out there out of breath. Well, that was something... that was in this, health. That's something that was in this article I read too, Dolores, is that he had a respiratory issue that almost took his life previously. So you of all people know that if you would get COVID, you may be out this world. You know what I mean? So yes, definitely irresponsible, definitely confusing, baffling, because for me, whenever I hear people talk like this, like you bring people bring up the most superficial things. We can't even see each other's smiles with a mask on. Take your ass home if you don't want to wear a mask. Like, I don't understand your argument. What are you saying? What are we saying? Who's wearing a mask while they're eating? Nobody. <laughs> you don't want to wear a mask. What? I, I don't. I, you worried about picking up women. Don't worry about picking up women. Take your ass home again. Not not like he, I don't think he's on anybody's radar as being like, you know, an oracle or a beacon of knowledge or information out here in these streets. So I hope that his fans and anybody at the show took this ish with a grain of salt and keep it moving. I don't think he's going to change the minds of anybody who does not believe what he believes. You know what I mean? It probably reinforces for some of them who are in the crowd like, yeah, F mass. And everybody else is like, let me get the F up out of here. Because clearly this man does not care about our health and safety. For our last hot topic door, we are talking Jay-Z and Beyonce. So Jay-Z and Beyonce dropped a photo shoot this week with Tiffany and company, highlighting a priceless Tiffany diamond that has only been worn by three. Now Beyonce makes the fourth women or woman since its discovery in 1877. Beyonce is the first Black woman to wear this jewelry and it really sparked controversy. This was for an about love campaign is what it was titled. It sparked controversy because people were bringing up the fact that most likely this is blood diamonds and Jay-Z and Beyonce being the artists that they are. And, um, you know, they've kind of highlighted so much in terms of uh, the black community and black culture and African culture and all these things. How could they potentially be supporting something like this? And I, when I listened to higher learning, I know Fan Lake that went on a whole rant additionally about mm-hmm. not being mascots for these white owned luxury brands and all this and that. But Delora, you know, we're, we love Jay-Z and Beyonce. Was this a, a mark against them in your book or did you fall in line with the, hey, they got a check and they gave $2 million back to the Black community. So it is what it is. What were your thoughts? My thoughts, if this were 2008, this would have been fire. It would have been fire. I love Tiffany's always have, but we are at a different level of consciousness as a society, especially Black people. And sometimes... These type of moves that Jay-Z and Beyonce make 
can be a little confusing, may I say, inconsistent sometimes because you know they talk about community they talk about blackness and i appreciate it because it does instill a level of pride and acceptance however they're still capitalists you know i.e him being a billionaire and they're gonna they don't get that bag mind you we live in a capitalist society so some would say they won right they're winning i just i do feel a little Conflicted because I was not excited over the stat that she's the fourth woman to wear this necklace and being the first black woman, just because, again, how many Tiffany's turn around black people do this? They've been around for uh, like a good hundred and something years. You know what I mean? Well, when you talk about a white man finding a diamond back in 1877, I'm like, what lands was this stolen from? Like, that's absolutely my first thought. You know what I mean? So I definitely get the criticism and I definitely get the inconsistency thought because, you know, when Jay-Z partnered with the NFL, I was very conflicted about how to feel about that. You know what I mean? Especially when we saw certain black artists like Rihanna refusing to participate in the Super Bowl. So it's like, what are you going to do that's really going to affect the change, Jay-Z? So I agree. It seems like sometimes they are a couple. Yes, their platform, it seems like they really try to utilize. And I'm sure they do a lot that we're not even aware of. But publicly, some of these things seem like they could hit gray areas when we're talking about things that seem like, You know, is this really, are you really thinking this through? Is this really for the benefit of us or just for the benefit of you to continue to build your empire? Tiffany's probably never had Black people in charge of a marketing campaign. You know what I mean? And and so obviously with them being the superstars that they are, I get it. I get it. I I actually have it on one of my... um, bucket list items to buy me something from tiffany's even before beyonce and jay-z i just feel like i kind of don't want to do it now that (laughs) (laughs) now this controversy has come out but that's the thing too if you think about it is so one of the things that i was about to mention is that mama tina has come out in defense of her daughter of course and saying uh how many of y'all you know hypocrites essentially are also doing things that are you know not for the culture or wearing unethical jewelry or wearing brands that you don't fully understand the history of or support. And that's true. But I think once you know better, you do better. So I think it too is one of those things that even if Jay-Z and Beyonce initially didn't think about it, maybe they do see this and they're like, well, you know what, maybe they have a point. Maybe we won't do campaigns like this in the future. I'm not saying that it's one of those things where I read it and I'm like, man, I'm not going to support them anymore. Look at this horrible decision. That's not, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, I think there's certain people who possibly are coming down really hard on them in a way that I'm definitely not. You know what I mean? When I thought I'm like, maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't the best move. Again, I don't really concern myself with the money of people who are way richer than me because that's Mm -hmm. way beyond <laughs> Their decisions are way it's beyond above me now. Yeah. Me you know, now. when people say something's beyond my pay grade, this is this is beyond my pay grade and every every tenth person above me's pay grade. You know what I mean? Like this is rich people concerned and rich people business. So at the end of the day, it is neither here nor there, but it's obviously in the public discourse. So I felt we should touch on it. I would also say that when I did finally see the the pictures, I didn't I didn't have any visceral reaction. Like, you know, they had the Basquiat and then, you know, obviously his hair is obviously inspired by Basquiat. First of all, why is everybody all of a sudden Basquiat like experts, which blows my mind. Like I knew about him, but I also went to 
I took a lot of art classes through the years and things like that. Well, I know like, about him just because I was a fan of Andy Warhol back like yes, in some it, rabbit yes. hole days. Yep. You know? yep, yep. But um, I just say all that to say I wasn't wild by the campaign when I saw the initial pictures. Like I thought Beyonce looked pretty. I, I would have wanted a little bit more from her lip because I feel like she looked a little washed out a little <laughs> bit. I don't know. But obviously the dress is beautiful. Balmain. Love you, Olivier. That's another thing about Beyonce and Jay-Z that kind of irks me a little bit sometimes too. It's like, okay, we get it. You're wealthy. Okay. You're married to the hottest girl. Like, okay. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like after a while it was, it was just very extravagant. Um, um, it wasn't gaudy because it was refined because it is Tiffany's, but it's just like very opulent. I guess that's what I got out of it. But I actually enjoyed her Hopper's Bizarre spread a lot more than this Tiffany campaign. I mean, you got more out of it, right? We got a full interview. We got depth. We got emotion. We got some history. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't even look this deep at these pictures. If I'm 100% honest, like you talk about her lip, I'm thinking like, what what make I can't even wear makeup look like, to be honest with you. So again, I, you know, I'm like the breakfast at Tiffany's. It's uh, the dress is very much, uh, which is a very over Rated film, in my opinion, yes. but okay. No. <laughs> Ashley, Haley, Holly Go Lightly was a weirdo, but whatever. You know, Thank y'all you. can hold her in y'all cinematic history. I mean, top she's tier gorgeous. She's Audrey Hepburn, but that's it. Yeah, she was a strange, <laughs> strange woman. But anyway, uh, that's that's all we got today, Delora and guys and. It's not all we'll have coming, though, because, Delora, what are we recapping for next week? I am so excited, Ashley. We are recapping Disney Plus slash Marvel Studios Loki. All right, guys, stay tuned for that, and we'll see you next time. Bye.